recording. Okay. Okay. Welcome everybody <laughs> to <laughs> Welcome to the Mullen Over Music Podcast. You know, Mullen with a in parentheses S. Because that's my last name, and you know, we mull over musical quandaries and talk about the things of the musical universe or whatever that could possibly be. Um, today I have a very special guest. I have Mr. Ryan Brown of Titan. Hello, coming on the podcast, my friend. Hey, thanks for inviting me. This is actually really fun already. We we've already started conversing, and I was like, "Oh, what? Let me hit record real quick, so we can get all this fun, entertaining content for you guys." Hell yeah! So wait, have you? How many of these episodes have you done? So I've done three so far. Uh, okay, two of them are out. I did the first one with uh, the TikTok music comedian, the Grunge Kid. Um, oh. he's got like a couple hundred thousand. Wow. And you you landed that as your first podcast? Yeah, me and him have been just good friends for a while. We always chat about, you know, tool and music and stuff. And so I was like, hey man, you wanna you wanna come on the podcast? And he was the first one to immediately say yes. Yeah. So I got that. And then my second one was Kyle from uh De- the drummer for Deadlands, that upcoming band. I don't think I've heard of them. Uh, maybe um you might do you listen to Sirius XM no I don't I just have my Spotify not a lot of people listen to Sirius XM. <laughs> let's be honest <laughs> you have Sirius XM you have more money than I do <laughs> <laughs> well but, it's uh, not that bad. I just like to choose what I want to listen to in the moment yeah if if I want to listen to something new I'll throw on like one of their core playlists or something like that. Got you. But uh he's the he was the drummer and I met him at Blue Ridge uh yeah, my wife and I went to Blue Ridge. That was a mess. I'm but, sorry. <laughs> I I got I got some insight on that. So I got yeah, I got a lot to talk about. But keep going. We'll we'll talk we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> so they were doing one of the few free meet and greets that they had and they were one of the few people that actually got to do their meet and greet entirely paid or not so we went over and met him and i'd been talking to kyle since then because you know we got to talking about drums his sjc drums and all that stuff nice uh he was like yeah sure and then the third episode which is coming out friday is with uh my buddy cole from uh the band no spoon they're a a gent prog band and Dream Theater's really recently been uh, praising their album. Really? That's fucking gnarly. Yeah, Mike Portnoy follows them. Wow, that's cool. Um, damn cats. When <laughs> uh, do you do the video too, or is it just audio for your podcast? So it's currently just audio. Okay, that's how I started my old one. Yeah, because I, I was gonna do video. But then I was like, well, let me let me feel out how I do the podcast first. That way, if I mess up real bad in the middle of the podcast and I have to edit something out, they won't even know because the video is not there. <laughs> I mean, you make a good point. My biggest thing was like when I was doing mine, I was like, I want my background to look professional. Like I would like literally like my boss because um, I talk because my pot, my work does a podcast for the company. 
Yeah. And um, I was telling them like, they were there for mine when I was doing mine and I was like blasting off and they're like, Ryan, you're doing so good. Like, why are you quitting it? And then I told them why. And they thought, obviously they said it was stupid, which they were right. But, um, I just told them like, I didn't want to do video cause I didn't like, I didn't have a professional background. And they're like, it doesn't matter. Like, dude, you're doing fucking great. Like, you know, you hit top 300 Apple podcasts in two months. Like you are rapidly growing and you got a sponsorship from liquid death. Like you are doing great. But I was like, I get it but I don't want to do video without a professional background. And then, you know, t- here I am two years later. And, um, and now when I do the podcast, I do it way different. It's not even how you do it anymore. Like how I did it. I, de- like I said, I did it like this, yeah. saved the audio, edited an intro into it, cropped out anything that I should crop out of it if I needed to. And then that was it. And it was easy. But now I just go to Twitch stream have people chime in and send us music and then me and the guys just review it and then talk shit and talk about industry stuff and answer questions. So it's a lot different, but we've literally only have done like, well, we've done like 30 episodes, but it's so sporadic that I just don't count any of them yet until, excuse me, once we start being more you know, consecutive, then I'm going to be like, all right, this was the first episode, but there's a few episodes still floating around somewhere. I gotcha. But I, I try to do mine and I let them out every Friday at 5 a.m. So on the way to work, I can listen to it. <laughs> no, that's smart because you know what? When um when I was doing mine, because uh the same time there was another group of friends I had that was doing a podcast and they were like doing it for months before I even did it. And they were like, Ryan, how did you fa- go so fast? How you blow up? How do you get so many streams every single one? Because I was getting like 2000 every single one I did. And they were like, dude, we don't even break 200. Like, we've been doing this for months. And I was like, I was like, well, logically, I was like, you have to think about we're on the West Coast. So everyone is on the East Coast. So they're waking up three, four hours before us. So you have to release it during their time, not our time, because they're already at work by the time it drops. And they were like, holy fuck. And then they started doing that. And then boom, their numbers jumped rapidly fast. And then now their podcast doesn't exist anymore. But I always try to tell people that I'm like, you got to think about people ahead of you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I always think when is the best time I'm going to listen to a podcast? And I figure if anybody else is going to listen to it, a bunch of music guys like us or, you know, people who like more insight into music quandaries, if you will, they're, they're most likely getting up pretty early or going to bed pretty late so i felt like 5 a.m eastern standard time was like a good medium mm-hmm. plus like i said that's when i listen to podcasts i listen to the downbeat podcast on the way to work so what better way to listen to a podcast than to release it at the same time i'm going to work <laughs> yeah um do you know jared dines the youtuber yeah. so i actually got uh, a part of my release schedule was what his was kind of back in the day. Cause back in the day, his was Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. And it was 5. AM. And I was like, why the fuck is he releasing at 5. AM? Because back then I was working a different job, working overnight shifts. So it'd be like 5. AM. And I get a notification. Caradines, what a video. And I was like, what the fuck is this fool doing up at 5. AM? You know? And then it clicked in my mind. Oh, cause everyone on the East coast, it's like eight o'clock in the morning for them. So they're either driving to work or just getting up to go to 
work or whatever so they could watch it on the way to work and i was like fuck that's brilliant and then i followed that and that like launched me to just progress so fast and then i just gave up dines doing now he did a music mansion i watched i just watched all of it yesterday i loved it good oh i thought it was great i loved it i thought it was fucking great because it reminds me of like me and my own band like our be, just because we're musicians and like 90% of everything we do is always about music. The 10% is about us having fun and doing weird shit all the time together. And in the, the, have you watched the show yet? I've not, but you go ahead. So, you know, it's not really spoiling anything, but like they, in the, in the show, they write music and they're all playing music. And every episode, someone's playing some music. There's jamming happening blah 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 but also he has like all these cool like fun challenges and ideas and things that are happening with each other with everyone doing stuff so even though the the first two episodes was mainly the music one and the next three weren't as music oriented it still was fun it was still a cool thing to watch happen and man i just read so many comments of people bitching about it and like bro like just be happy like just why can't you just be like yo this was sick Next time, put some more music, dude. But I loved it. Why Why feed criticism in a negative way instead of a reinforcement positive way? So I just, I don't know. I thought it was great. And Jared Dines, he's he's been in the game long enough to know what gets views, what yeah. gets, you know, frankly, monetization, and what makes him happy and where to find that good medium balance for himself. Because, you know, he got really burnt out, which is why his video schedule went from Monday, Wednesday, Friday to sporadically like he's been doing the past couple of years. Yep. I've even the stuff he puts out sporadically, I think, is really good. And he should, they should just be happy he's even posting it at all anymore because it he very much, you know, could have just quit entirely. Yeah. No, but now he's doing the so, you know, the Diggy Dines, Joe. Yes. Yeah. So he's doing that full time with Austin. I just listened to their Stevie T uh, episode, which was okay. hilarious. Um, the last one I watched was a Halloween one they did. The Halloween one was the last episode, so I don't remember if that was bef- if the Stevie T one was is that after? Um, has to have been. Uh, it's right before it. Right before. It's one of the longer form ones. I'd have to go back and look because I, uh, over Halloween weekend, I was fucking gone doing shit. Like we're just finished for wrapping up our last two songs of the record the weekend before. And then that weekend. No, it was that weekend. Yeah, yeah, no, it was this week. The weekend we just had. Yeah. Holy shit. That happened so fast. Yeah, no, right. But, um, yeah, um, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> it's been busy. What is that? Oh. Good job, cats. They they ripped off a feather off of their toy. That yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. So I'm waiting I... for one of mine to come around me and slap me or something. <laughs> so I got a couple questions for you, but I got to start off. Got to start off with a fun one. Okay. And I use this. This is going to be a moral quandary one. Why do you think 
and without looking on the internet or anything, why do you think circle pizzas come in square boxes? Why do I think circle pizzas come in square boxes? Yeah, that's that's the question. Um, probably <laughs> because of the fact that everything in life is a square. You live in a square. What's your room look like? Um, rectangle. But it, I mean, <laughs> it's still four sides that are straight. You know, and yeah. then same thing with your bed. Four sides and it's straight. Why don't you live in a circle? Why don't you have a circle bed? Look at your TV screen. It's a, it's a square. Like your doorway, a rectangle. Everything is. <laughs> I think it's because rectangles and squares are way easier to put together, like a puzzle piece, more than a bunch of circles. Because you can't connect the dots with circles, even though they're dots with circles. You can't connect circles to each other. You could just create squares, and then squares will just create each other, and they'll make boxes, and they're just—I don't know. <laughs> that was a fantastic answer. That—that <laughs> that was a good one. I don't know. Plus, it's probably easier on the machine to just <laughs> cut out four. Yeah, you know, I—I I think we've come through with a breakthrough here. You. Uh, for a first on any podcast, we just solved the moral quandary of why circle pizzas were boxes. Yeah, because it's because it's easier. Because <laughs> you, I don't fucking know. It just made sense. Everything's in a box. I'm looking at my kitchen. Everything's square. There's nothing circle besides the the cups. Yeah, and the, those are cylindrical. Yeah, so they they still have a straight edge at yeah. one point. I hate this. <laughs> I mean, look at my can. It's a circle, square, squarely circle. Drink out of a square cup. Um, I used to, and then it broke. Oh, they're selling them at Walmart now. So, go no, I got some really cool ass ones now. I got some really sick ass fucking cups. Yeah, these ones were plastic. I wouldn't go pick those. <laughs> yeah, no, this one is like here. I'll go grab one. Give me like one second. He's going to go get his square cut. This is making it on the Patreon. Yeah, the I'm... cups are weird. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. All right, ready for this sick reveal? I am. That is dope. Uh, the the light's too bright. I yeah, it's, it, the light's a little bright, but I I can see the see what I need to see. That's pretty cool. Yeah, goblin. A, yeah, and it, it's actually uh, it's actually like a a de- It's like a demon with like a, the the handles the horn. It, yeah, that's cool. Why does that quality look like so shit? Okay. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> I said this is going on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see this cup, you gotta subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> exactly. It's gonna be two quid because I gotta outpace um So wait, where are you at on the East Coast? I am in North Carolina. Oh yeah, you said Blue Ridge. Oh, Blue Ridge. <laughs> let, let, let me hear what you have your thoughts on that. So I work um, so I work for my regular job, right? And then I have another job that I that I do as well. That is 
called Mortis Vaventi. I don't know if you've seen me like ever post about it at all. Uh, I saw you. I think I saw you post about it yesterday. Over the weekend. Yeah. Cause I did an event. Um, anyways, so they fly me out to like all these different, like they fly me out to riot fest. They flew me out to, um, what's the other one I just did louder than life and blue Ridge was going to be one of them. But, uh, obviously that happened, but what I know is, uh, when I went to riot fest, which was like a couple days later, the coordinator for blue Ridge was working with us. So she told me. So she was pretty much basically telling me everything that had happened and she had to take all the hit of all of it. Everyone, like all the artists, all the people. <laughs> that 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 is uh, Clementine. Oh, she's cute. Yeah, both of my cats are only a year old. I don't know where the fuck the other one is. Coco, there you are. Come here. Anyways, sorry. I get distracted easily by my cats. Hey, Anyways. Cats can be very distracting. They're just too cute. They are. Well, they're because they're menaces. Well, this one, the little, the little, no, Clementine, she fucking crawls on everything. She like acts like a kitten and then Coco acts like a mom. But she's also very, um, she's attached. She's yeah. very attached to me. I totally get that. Uh, my wife, uh, Remy, which is one of the two brother cats, he's attached to her, and Nuggets attached to me. So, oh, you're you're uh, they're human. Yeah. Except, anyways, get bored of us and alternate. <laughs> they're like, I'm uh, I'm tired of you. But anyways, uh, so what what other what other kind of questions do you have? I'm I'm so I like this. <laughs> so. Uh, the first real question, besides the the moral quandary of pizza, because that's important. Uh, what made you first get into music? Because I, I want to hear. I want to hear. The I, I actually love this story because it's silly. So, um, long story short, um, I went to my friend Dylan's house back in 2013, and uh, it was the end of 2013. I think it was like December. Um, or February or January. It was like January 2014. So I'm just going to say January 4, 2014. How about that? Let's just say that. Okay. So January 2014, I go to my friend Dylan's house and I'm hanging out with him playing Xbox. And he's like, hey, my band's going to jam if you want to hang out. And I was like, you're in a band? And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, dude, I'm down. So I watched him play and I was like, dude, you guys are fucking cool. Like, I had no idea you were in a band. Mind you, before that happened, me and him used to play rock band together all the time and play Xbox all the time. We played like Resident Evil. We played rock band. Um, do we meet him on rock band too? We completed the endless set list with him doing vocals and me doing guitar on expert while he's at his house and I'm at mine without pausing. It was eight hours long. I was playing. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Me and him were like fucking grinding for that hundred percent achievement for that game. Anyways, so um they jam and i was like yo this, you guys are fucking cool like mind you i didn't touch an instrument i didn't know anything about anything besides guitar hero that's all or in rock band very important though yeah that, that, that's my, that was as far as my musical talent went and like my attempt at screamo which was terrible um and uh like fast forward like two weeks later so he invited me over 
again that next weekend and I had a blast and I was, thought it was so fun and, but I didn't want to play or anything. I just liked hanging out with them. Then I went to their show that same night after that practice and they did great. And I recorded them and then they were like, Oh, do you want to start coming to our shows and helping us like promote and do shit? And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm down. Like, that's cool. And not even like a week later, I go back to his house to like work with them on like learning band stuff. Cause they obviously they know I don't and their fucking bass player walks out of the house and it's like, I'm done. And they were like, forced practice isn't over. And he's like, no, nah, I'm done. And he walked across the street and like just went to the group of people and we were they were like are you serious and he's like yeah forest you know forest and he just walked away and then dylan looked at me and he's like hey ryan do you want to learn how to play bass and i was like no <laughs> and he's like get the fuck inside i was like all right and then like i ran inside and right there like he was like literally i'm like trying to learn like the concept of how strings put together with like my other hand and I'm trying to learn and he's like smacking my hand every time I play the wrong note. And I'm like, dude, I don't know. I don't even know how to fucking play. Like, why are you hitting me? He's like, well, you have set, you have uh, eight days to learn seven songs. So you need to fucking get this. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, that's what we were going to tell you is that we have a show. And I was like, Oh fuck. So I had to learn seven songs in eight days. Woo. And I learned, I literally, I, he, uh, Kenny, the guitar player wrote all the tabs down and was teaching me how to write. He wrote root note ones, obviously like making it like dead ass simple, but I learned all seven of those, of those songs before that eighth day went to the show. I have a picture. I have, I have, I saw a picture of it, of my very first show ever, which is cool. We're all wearing flannels <laughs> and, um, I like it. Yeah. We're all wearing flannels and, um, there was probably about 30 people there and it was in a, uh, in a air airplane hangar. And, um, yeah, I fucking played all songs and they said I did great. They loved it. They were like, dude, they were like, you kept better time than everyone else in the band because well to our drummer and everyone, I'm like, how the fuck am I keeping time better than everyone else? But that helped everybody else kind of like play was key. Like they were like, I could feel like hear your bass tone over everything else because like for some reason my shit was louder than everybody else's and i'm like dude this isn't even my setup this is yours dylan like i don't fucking touch buttons i just played bass but yeah that's literally how i got into it because i was forced <laughs> i love it man and now fast forward i don't know if that's part of your next question or one of your questions but actually gonna be my next question so uh, uh, so yeah now fast forward i you know i went from being a bass player. And then I was like, I don't want to be a bass player. I want to be a fucking drummer. So I was like, fuck it. Because like, I quit that. I quit that band. Moved to LA. That didn't work out with that situation. Moved back to my parents' house. And then I like tried to be in a band. Uh, I was drumming for We only ever put one song out. Um, which if you want to go check it out, you can. It's called... Um, uh, the band back then was called uh, Until Lambs Become Lions. And, um, yeah, uh, there's one song on the internet. It's pretty, it's a fucking bop. My cousin was a vocalist. It's a, it's a pretty good fucking bop. But, uh, yeah, I did drums in that band for like not even a year. Cause I was like, I don't want to play drums. I was having like, I was going through the breakup from the, when I moved to LA. So yeah. I was like, I can't commit to anything. Like I, my brain was so fucked from like the, what she did to me. And so I like I was like I can't commit I can't like, 
can't do that shit. <clears throat> so I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do be a solo artist and play guitar. So sold the drum set, bought a guitar, and I just started playing guitar, um, learning tabs. Like literally the day that I bought my guitar, I went and taught myself how to, because I already knew how to read tabs at that point. Yeah. So I taught myself Suicide Season from Boom the Horizon. I, I learned It Never Ends, Sleepwalking, uh, Shadow Moses. Oh, what the fuck else? Those are like the first, I learned all four of those songs in on my first day of having, having that guitar. Like I was like fucking dedicated. And then I did guitar for up from, that was 2016. So from 2016 to 2020, I played guitar in uh, the ba- a band called The Last Titan. Yeah. And I started that band. Um, and it was originally called Kingsman. But that that's a whole other story. But so we had changed the name. When we, when we became, so sorry, when it was a solo project, it was that. And then when we became a full band, um, I, we changed it to the last Titan. And then in 2020, my best friend, which was also our old vocalist got canceled and that shattered all of us, broke all of our hearts and, uh, we had to kick him out. And so we didn't even think we were even going to come back to music. We were like, well, he ruined everything that we were working for. I moved out of my parents' house to Sacramento, Hail Mary of to trying to make this work. And we were doing fantastic. We were doing fucking great. We were selling out shows. We were going on tours. We just dropped the fucking banger of an LP at the time. And we were just doing great. And then, yeah, he pulled some shit mm. and that sucked. And then we were like, well, we're not going to do music anymore. Fuck that. So, all of 2020, um, he left, and we were isolating on everything. No social media. It was like blacked out, basically. Yeah. And then we were trying out vocalists a few months. Like, when 2021... No, right before 2021 started, we started, like, asking people, Yo, if you want to try out for the band, like, let's let's do this. It'd be sick. Uh, between everyone that tried out... So, the, the combination of people that tried out, people that submitted like music and like people that came over and actually jammed with us. We had 18 people. Well, technically 17 people. I was the 18th person because I didn't want to do vocals because I'm just at the time I didn't believe in myself and I would, I, I, I get sick really, really easily. So I was like, fuck dude, I don't want to be like dealing with this. Vo-. Like, I mean, I don't know if you could tell like it sounds sick right now, but like I'm always sick all the fucking time, which I don't know why I am hey, probably because I drink too many energy drinks, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe um but no um but anyway so like there was this one guy we were gonna we were gonna work with and he he could scream and he could sing and he could make music he was perfect for the job fucking perfect and we got along with him it's great but the b- biggest thing about work trying to work with him was like we wanted things to be more how do i say it we wanted things to be more of a melodic sense of certain ways of like less is more kind of thing. Yeah. And he was really like, well, you know, if I'm going to do vocals and lyrics and stuff, I want it to be like this and this and this. And I was like, okay, well, obviously there's a musical difference. So we said, Hey, you know what? It, it, it's not going to work. 
And it sucked because we all liked him a lot. And I know he got a little uh, hurt by that. And, I, you know, I apologized um, if we did hurt his feelings because we obviously, you know, that was the last thing we wanted to do. Um, but what sealed the deal with me is we had a, already a day booked to record the song because we thought things were going to work out with him. And I was like, fuck, we have to find someone or we are going to lose out on that money because we had to, to put a deposit down. Yeah. And so I went into my garage and I was like, you know what? I have this, this chorus pattern or this verse pattern of how I think the song should go. So I took this microphone that you're hearing with zero knowledge of how to record fucking vocals. And I did one take of my vocal idea and I sent it to the guys and I was like, yo, this is my idea. And they were like, yo, you did a fucking great job. And I was like, what? Like, really? And they're like, yeah, that sounds fucking great. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, dude, I can't scream. Like, I'm not good. And they were like, fuck it. Like, you know, you're, you're, that's a good, that's a good, you know, good enough or whatever. And I was like, is this really happening? And they're like, yeah, like we have a month to figure, f- figure this out. And I was like, okay. So we, I literally over a month, I learned how to learned to the best of my ability, how to scream correctly. And, um, that end of that month went in the studio and recorded Legion. So if you listen to Legion, that's me a month of learning how to scream. That is pretty good, man. It, I I did my musical homework because I always do my musical homework. Um, so I listened to uh all the songs you guys have on Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Yeah, I don't have Amazon Music anymore? <laughs> Unless they want to sponsor me, you know. But uh, maybe just gotta get there. You know, Amazon, Spotify, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, where was I going with? Oh, uh, I was talking about the, the uh, Legion and stuff. It's a great song, and you do a great vocal take on it. So, yeah, and like I was super proud of it because like the guy that we were working with is Cody Frontes from Spite, yeah. and um, he recorded all of the last Titan stuff, so he already knew um everything that had happened. He knew the history of the band. He was there for day one and to the, the last day that band existed. So when I went in there and he was like, wait, who's doing vocals? I was like, I'm doing vocals. And he's like, no way. He's like, I'm stoked for this. I was like, are you really he's like, fuck? Yeah. I was like, okay. And I went in there and I did it. And he was like, he like hit the little bunny. He's like, yo, you have vocals, bro. And I was like, do I really? And he's like, yeah, you did a great job. I was like, oh my God. Okay. I'm so fucking nervous. Um, and, um, yeah, like he just kind of walked me through it and like was teaching me stuff and like um, just giving me tips and all these things because I just didn't know what I was doing. I was terrified. And um, yeah, that and then that was my so I've been doing vocals officially since only 2021. So two years and th- four months. Well, they're very impressive vocals. And I just listened to uh, <clears throat> the most recent single. I was the first I went backwards. So I started with that one went backwards and then went back forwards oh gotcha gotcha um you're doing great stuff with your vocals man i enjoy it dude i'll show you the i'll show you the title track and you're gonna be like bro the title track is fucking it's like it's 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 addicting it's super addicting i when we took because okay so now we work with Nick Miller from a Skylight Drive. That's who we record with. That's and 
yeah, so last weekend, so not the weekend we just had. No, sorry. The weekend before, no, yeah, Halloween weekend. Yeah. So two week, two weekends ago, we um literally were in and he, we were sitting right here, me and David, and we're like, fuck it, let's just write a new song. Like, fuck it. We're not gonna use that other one that we have. We're gonna save that for the, the for the EP. Cause we're gonna so well, spoiler, we're writing an EP after the album. Anyways, um <laughs> uh we're I was like, fuck it, we'll just save it for the EP. That way that way we already have stuff. Let's just rewrite a brand new song right now. And he's like, All right, fuck it. Like, dude, over a course of a weekend, we wrote an entire song to perfection, how, how we wanted it. The next weekend follows, we went to the studio, fucking recorded it in a day. And it has come out beautiful. Like, I'm telling you, like, I haven't been this hyped off of a song in, like, years. Even from, like, one of my older bands. Like, this song... Like when we recorded it, Nick like sat back in the chair and he was like, he's like, this is it. He's like, this is your song. He's like, he's like, this is your song. He's like this, the album, everything needs to be off this song. I was like, it is. And he's like, perfect. This is your song. And I was like, okay, if Nick says that, it fucking better be true. It's the, that song is basically a culmination of the, the years of hard work and effort that, yeah. Do it. I like it. Oh, it's and what's cool is that it's the beginning. So this, the, okay. So realistically, um, the record has been in the work since Legion came out because that was the goal. As soon as we were like, "Yo, we're gonna do this," it's like we're gonna rebrand as Titan. We're gonna release a fucking album, and um, we're gonna just gonna it's gonna be build up from here to the album release. All the singles. Are going to be on the album so it's 10 songs so it'll have six new ones basically yeah um four that are already out and then two that are re not re-releases but they're like vocal retakes with like all like a like a redo on top of them but they're not even out so we just been playing them um so yeah yeah the only way you've yeah the only way you've heard us play it as if we played it. That's the only way, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's technically four new songs, four brand new songs, and then two uh, that we've played live for like the last fucking couple of years. Yeah. And then like now it's going to be on track. Um, so yeah, we're only going to release one single, one more single from it, which is the title track that's going to be pushing the rest of the album because we already have the other four songs that have been pushing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... I forgot where I was going with that. Great. Huh? Which, like I said, sound fantastic. Yeah, trust me. When you hear this song, you're going to be like, holy shit, that doesn't even sound like the same fucking band because it's just, it's it's fucking night and day difference. Night and day difference. But what's funny is Legion was the first song we released, but it's the last song on the album. And this, the last song we wrote is actually the first song, the first two songs on the album. Because this, so the first song is going to be called Transcending, which is like an instrumental. And then the second song is called The Human Experience. And the album is called The Human Experience. I like it. I like I like the track name. That's a good Yeah. And so the concept of the album from beginning to end is transcending the human experience. Um, which is really cool. I get to actually talk about this because I'm gonna make a I'm gonna I do we have 50 TikTok videos we have to make. Ooh. Yeah. Well, there's 10 songs, so yeah. Um five each 10 videos each person oh yeah 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 
So it's 10 videos each person, technically nine. And then we're going to do uh, like a band one that's like more in depth of what's going on. Um, so we have like roughly 40 to 50 videos that we're going to be fucking posting a lot. Um, yeah, I'm like, fuck. Anyways, so, um, yeah, but it's cool. I get to like at least talk about it a little bit to somebody. So um, basically, it's like every song has to do about, you know, a situation that I basically that I was in and, yeah. you know, talking to the guys at the time about the lyrics and stuff. It's more of like a majority of like shit that I went through, but choruses and um, like stuff like that is pulled from their experiences from shit they went through. So all the lyrics in the songs are based off of all the shit that we've all been through. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, one thing I love about the album is that, Oh man, I love saying that. That's the coolest fucking sentence. I never thought I'd say that sentence. Anyways. So the cool thing about the album is that it's or about music in general is that when you like everyone listens, anyone, anytime someone listens to music, it's because they're trying to feel something. They're trying to either get out of their headspace. They're trying to just not feel as alone or people listen to it to feel fucking sad because people love to feel fucking sad for whatever reason. Anyways, so that's why we named the album The Human Experience. And then the first track on the album is called Transcending because every song after that is a transcending instrumental piece um, or musical piece. And... um. It's it's just a really beautiful art piece that we've created with you being able to listen to every single song and feel something from every single song. I'd say the only song you probably wouldn't feel anything for too much would probably be Beneath the Surface or Violence. And I only say that because Violence is a hardcore song. So I don't know many people that feel anything when they listen to hardcore music, but I mean, yeah, no. I don't know. You listen but, to Acolyte, you know, feel something. <laughs> oh, it's freezing. Oh, no. It's freezing. I think it crashed. No. Can you see me? That's not good. He's going to have to edit this. I am going to have to edit this. there but we're back all and right we're back you want to continue where you left off okay so basically what i was saying um what the fuck was i doing no i'm just kidding um <laughs> uh basically what i was saying i was talking about the album and like all that good stuff and like how music uh definitely transcends the human experience and so it's a cliche to say and stuff like that. Don't get me like I fucking get it, but it's mainly just like I want people to hear our songs and feel something. I want people to hear our songs and go fuck. Like, okay, lyrically, this dude's been through some shit. Lyrically, this you know, their fucking guitar player went through something bad, or their front man or their fucking drummer. You know, um, I want them to feel it in the instruments as well. You know, I want that's what my our goal was. Um, but like I said, with Beneath the Surface and Violence, we made those songs to be angry. We made those songs to inspire like you to understand like we've been through 
bad stuff. Um, you know, and like the like uh violence has some pretty gnarly vocal sentences in it. Um and it's not for the lighthearted to hear it. Um or no, I wouldn't say lighthearted, but like it's not like disgusting or something like fucking infant annihilator. It's not like that, but it's more along the lines of like just emotionally yeah more like how do i say it's more like not giving a fuck if someone hurts themselves even though you know we definitely advocate like don't hurt yourself (laughs) don't you know go seek therapy go go do something you know but the song is mainly in the moment of when you're so when someone makes you so fucking angry and you're like dude you know what go fuck yourself go fucking go fuck off i don't fucking care like you have manipulated me hurt me beat me down fucking whatever it is this person's done to you or people you just like fuck it i don't care anymore i'm tired of caring about you kind of thing so yeah there's a couple sentences in that that's pretty fucking hard to uh harsh i should say uh, to, to go through and then beneath the surface is really about a song about rage and anger and like that shit that's built up inside that you could you never have an outlet to go you, you know people you know you ever talk to those people that are like yeah i don't do anything it's like well what do you mean you don't do anything they're like, yeah i don't do anything it's like well what are you doing you're upset oh nothing i just bottle it up you just bottle it up like fuck i'm guilty of that i do that shit all the time so uh, beneath the surface it's like what's you know what's really beneath the surface of your skin that's you know anger rage you know all whatever from someone you know treating you like shit and you didn't say anything it's just ah it's there it's beneath the surface um like it man that's very what's the word i was gonna say metaphorical yeah that is but it's it's very emotionally metaphorical yeah lack of a better set of words because words ain't wording tonight no, yeah. But honestly, I would love to come back and do a follow-up episode when the album is like done. That way I could like talk about all the songs if you're down to like have me come back. Absolutely. You're always welcome back, man. Hey, I'll have, you'll have to get I'll have to get you on a one of our music ones with us. We'll have to figure out how to do that. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Do you Twitch stream at all ever or anything? Um I used to Twitch stream. Uh, so they they have a new thing now where you get it's called join together or Twitch together, and you could literally Twitch stream the same thing with someone else. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't tested it yet, but I've just been diving into it, and me and all the guys want to do it because so the the version of the podcast now is me, my friend Vaughn, and my guitar player David. So it's us three that do it, and now that Vaughn has his own computer and everything, now he's going to, um like start streaming from his house and I'll stay here and the David will be at his house and we're going to do this Twitch stream together thing and see if we can make it work that way. And it would be cool to have you on. Yeah. I'd love to come on. I'm into music. So fuck. Yeah. Well, I love that. Yeah. We just pretty much all it is is people submit music and you could submit music too. And it's like, yo, check this song out. Okay, cool. And we just listen to it, talk, hang out, bullshit. And that's it. That's all we do. And then if people have questions about the industry, we answer them. I like it, man. Yeah, I feel like that's just the chillest fucking way to do it. Oh yeah, for sure. But Ooh, um, chill vibes here. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, hashtag chill um, vibes. <laughs> do what? I said hashtag chill vibes. Oh god. 
Oh, fuck. Dude, I got a headache. <sighs> yeah, after this, I have to go. I have to go and drop off tickets to our headliner to one of the bands that's playing. And then I have to go to a house show that I'm going to try to sell tickets at. Nice. I think it's a house show, at least. I don't know. Somebody sent me a flyer. I was like, hey, you coming to this? And I was like, I guess I am now. <laughs> hey, you coming to this? Well, um, I didn't know about it till now. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, I need to get some food. I got a fucking headache. But anyways, so we talked about the album. Um, do you have any? What? What is there any other? What other uh, kind of questions? So your inspiration. I want to hear about your inspirations, your vocal inspirations, your musical inspiration. Inspirations, not inspiration. <laughs> Don't In- try to say it wrong because you're gonna say it right. <laughs> inspirations. Um, I would just say, starting out, it was. Like on, it was goes back to that very first band I was even joined um, because I was so inspired to play music. Like, even though I told him, no, I don't want to play bass. I loved the live music. I was so I thought it was the first live music experience I had. I was like, holy fuck, this is the coolest fucking thing ever. Addicting. Like, yeah, like everyone being playing on time together and um, just their breakdowns and stuff like that. Cause back then like a day to remember was like fucking massive, like a big inspiration for everyone back then. ADTR, my man. Yeah. I was like, you know, they were, so like this band that I was in was like a pop punk screamo band. So yeah, it was like right up the alley of bring me the horizon doing separate Eternal, and fucking, I didn't remember putting out common courtesy. So it was literally my two all time favorite fucking albums released in the same year. And I was just on that high of both of those albums. Like, holy fuck. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. I would say those two albums inspired me so much to do something. And then uh, Ollie Sykes. I've been a fucking Bring the Horizon fan since 2008. So 2007, sorry. 2007, I've just been a Count Your Blessings fan. And then I remember found that album because my friend Wyatt was like, yo, dude, you check this band out. And I was like, what is this? And he's like, it's called fucking Pray for Plagues. And I was like, all right. So we just watched the YouTube video and I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? Mind you, back then I was only listening to like fucking Slayer every once in a while and, Me- and Megadeth, Metallica every once in a while. Fucking listen to a lot of rap and hip hop back then and even country back then. And then once he turned, he showed me fucking Screamo, I fucking was like, fuck everything else. I don't give a fuck about anything else. Just dove in. I found Whitechapel. I found Chelsea Grin. Fucking as Blood Runs Black. I set the kill. Fucking just Deathcore was all I wanted. And then, uh, then it was like, uh, fucking Ask Alexandria. A day to remember. And they're just, just like everyone else. Just kind of grew up with all that. Yeah, you you became a core kid. Yeah, I like fucking dude. That day, I remember that day. And it's crazy to think that I can remember that day because I just, MySpace was booming back then too. And I sent my friends on fire, just fucking had put out, cranked that around then or like right before that. That was like 2006. That was when I was used to watch Smosh back then. Yeah. That's all, you know what? Also, back then was when I first fucking played uh, my very first online game. Okay. 
which I believe at that time was and this was right before because oh, people were already playing they already had an expo so back okay mind you backstory i lived in the country i lived on a ranch with cows and horses and shit so like i didn't have internet and the internet that i had was so fucking trash it was fucking horrible so i had a ps2 for the longest time and my friend got a 360 and was like yo that's fucking cool hooked it up to xbox but we didn't play online because his mom didn't want to pay for it obviously so we never played online but we played co-op and we played um we would hook up our 360s together because i went and got a 360 after that i was like yo this, i want a 360 it's sick as fuck got a 360 but never connected to the internet because i didn't have internet so we would just link all our 360s together me and all of our friends and we would just do old school like five tvs and all that shit um but i had but right before that actually happened um we would play unreal tournament online on the pc Ooh, Unreal Tournament. Yeah, so that was like my intro to online gaming was Unreal Tournament. And I was like, this is fucking cool as fuck. And so his mom was like, okay, that's cool. Like, there's an online game. Like, let's see what Xbox is online. So uh, for his, for Christmas, his or no, for my Christmas, I got um, a year of Xbox Live Gold and I put on my Xbox and went to his house because his internet was better than mine. Yeah. And, uh, me and him were fucking obsessed with Halo 3. I was un- I had an unhealthy obsession with Halo 3, and then I became a, a Halo 3 professional player. I played in Vegas for money, played in fucking LA for money, went to Seattle for competitions, fucking went all over the country a few times for competitions. I was fucking great at that game. And uh, yeah, that, I don't know how I got on this fucking conversation about video games, but I love it. it. It's good. Yeah, Halo. it just branched. And you know, if if there's any way you can bring a Halo game into a conversation, it's it's the best type of conversation. Oh yeah, dude. I it's Halo has been my all time favorite game of my life. I mean, I play Pokemon Go every single day, which I'll, I've had. I have a lot of people go. You still play that? I'm like, dude, I play that every fucking day. I play every that day. Month. I go under for like a week and then. I'm like, okay, I've I've played my fill of Pokemon Go for the month, and then it's always like, welcome back, we've missed you. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> yep, nope. I play every day. I I play so much. I have two accounts. Two accounts. Oh, yeah. But my secondary. Um. Oh fuck. Give me like one moment. Yeah, you good. Hey, I'm doing a podcast right now. Okay, thank you. Hi, later. Sorry, that was actually a really important phone call. Um, we're selling our van, and the guy that's buying it, um, he needed to call me to ask me about uh, me dropping it off at his house. So, sorry, that wasn't that was actually an important phone call. <laughs> hey, like I said, chill vibes, chill podcast. You're all good. Yeah. Well, I, I, I just, I, I should be. I, I'm. A lot more respectful of that of a uh, content creation and doing an interview, but in the in the in the the small chance that it was somebody calling me, and it was a it was happened to be an important one, I answered it. If it wasn't, if it was probably anyone else, I wouldn't have answered. I probably would have been like, "I'll I'll wait." Um, but anyways, I don't know why the fuck I was talking about video games, but like that was cool. <laughs> video games are fun, man. I mean, oh, 
because we, we were talking about you know friends back then i think you and i could have we could have went pro dude oh yeah dude i was fucking dude. it i dude i'm okay i still have some of my skills some i say some because i don't play video games anymore like i used to because i'm just doing fucking band and computer shit all the time yeah. but um re- pretty recently i was a couple months ago back in july i was like uh, right around my birthday i had a bunch of friends come over and um we were all like drinking and just hanging out and um my friend rafe was like hey do, do you sub halo and i was like of course i got halo i got the master chief collection and he's like oh dude let's play and then hector goes no i don't want to play and then rafe's like well why not and he's like because it's going to be unfair. Ryan's going to just fucking kill us all and we're not going to have any fun. This is what happened to the last time we played. And I was like, I was like, no, I've been drinking, dude. I'll, 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 you know, it'll be okay. And I don't play anymore. And he's like, Ryan, you say this all the time. And he's like, it ends up being horrible for all of us. And I was like, no, it's fine. It'll be fine. And so Rafe is like, are you really that good? And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not that good. I used to be good, but I'm not. And Hector's like, all right, no, fuck it. I'll go in my room. He's like, we have three Oaks. Oh, we have three Xboxes in our house. I have two. And then Hector has one. So me and Rafe are in the one in the living room because this is the one with the big 65 inch. So yeah. me and him are the one living room. My friend Caden's the one uh, and my friend Caden uh, and Andrew are the ones in the back left room. And then Hector's on his own. So there's uh, there's five of us. And uh, before we start the game, Hector goes, oh, yeah, don't let Ryan get the sniper. And then everyone's like, why? And then he's like, just don't let him get the sniper. And I was like, I was like, no, it's fine. It's, it's not gonna be that big of a deal. And Rave's like, well, now I don't trust you. And I was like, all right. So we start this fucking match. Mind you, we start out free for all. And I fucking dominated these fools so bad. It was so bad that they started teaming up against me. And Rafe was calling me a hacker. He's like, you fucking, he's like, there's no fucking way you saw me. He's like, are you like, what the fuck? And like, dude, I, he's like, you shot me through the wall. I was like, I didn't shoot through the wall, Rafe. I was like, you're just, I was like, you're just, you're like easy targets, dude. Like all of you are easy targets. And so mind you, it goes up to 25, dude. I won 25. And then the, Hector was the closest to win, getting close to me. And he got 13. Well, dang, uh, you had a 12 kill lead, lead on him. Oh yeah, dude. I had, I had a, I had a running riot, which is 15 kills out dying. That was me starting off the fucking game. And Rafe was freaking the fuck out, pissed off. He was like, there's no fucking way someone's this good. I was like, dude, I was like, this isn't even my prime. This is me sloshy playing. I was like, dude, if I was in my prime, I would have won this game without fucking got- getting dead. And you were warming up too, I bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, we, well, we only played three matches because they just kept getting worse for them because they kept making rules for me. And I kept making, still figuring out how to kill them. So... They were like, you're not allowed to have any guns. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got, well, we ended up, well, what ended up happening was we ended up doing, um, uh, SWAT, uh, cause I, a SWAT is like also one of my favorites and Hector's really good at SWAT. So it was like basically when me and when we were playing all five of us together, it was basically just me and Hector seeing who can outkill the other person. Hector's really good. He, Hector is actually a good, um, uh, a good, uh, Halo player when it comes to SWAT. He's pretty damn good. We're going to have to. Get on and play some SWAT sometime, dude. I mean, I'm down. I mean, I'm gonna have to fucking start playing again because I I did start try playing like two couple weeks ago. I tried playing on um Halo Five, ooh, and yeah. I did not or not Halo Five, Halo Infinite, and I did not like it. 
it felt so sloshy. Like, I don't know. Like, I felt like there was like, I'd be like running and then trying to come out of like my running to shoot somebody. And it would like lag to me, like coming to shoot. And I was just like, man, I don't fucking like this because like I had to like anticipate like running, then, then come out of my run to zoom in. Yeah. It wouldn't like, it wouldn't aim, like my, uh, like uh run to aim was so fucking slow. And I was like, Hey, I don't like this. I'm so used to call of duty being like snappy quick. Yeah. So going from that to halo, was like two different things. And I was like, uh, but we can still run it. Let's do it, man. I'm down. But, um, I don't know what the original question was. You know, what? I don't either, but oh, was it musical inspiration. And then I was, just, I branched off halo. about why I remember. Huh? <laughs> Halo is a great musical inspiration. It okay, you know what? So funny enough, every time I listen, every time, well, back when Halo Three was popping off like this, Wool That War was also popping off with zombies, and also Guitar Hero Metallica had just fucking came out around the same time. So I picked up a the drum set version of the game and Guitar Hero Metallica, which they gave you a second double kick pedal with an adapter, so you could do double kicks for the for the songs yeah. and. I got so good at Guitar Hero Metallica. I was number one on like almost more than half of the songs on Expert Plus in the world. That. Because I remember the first one I got was Inner Sandman and I flipped out. I was like, holy fuck, I'm number one in the world. And I ran into my mom's room and I was like, ah, and I, I was like freaking out. My mom was like, what the fuck's going on? And I was like, she, I scared her. She didn't know what's going on. And I showed her, I was like, look, I'm number one in the world. She's like, Oh, that's cool. I was like, no, mom, this is in the world. My friend Mark was with me at the time. And he was like, Fernanda. No, she's like, Fernanda, this is number one in the world. This isn't like a local thing. This is in the world. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like in the world? We're like, yes. And my mom was like, holy fuck. Like, that's really fucking cool. And then I just fucking dove even harder. Like I wanted to be the best in the world, but I just, I couldn't keep up. Cause every time I go to bed, I wake up and I was like kicked down five or six. It was so fucking hard to keep up when I gave up. <laughs> I was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> Dude, those rock band and guitar hero, those were those were a big part of my musical inspiration. So Oh yeah. Dude, like I, I have this like clump. Okay, so this actually perfectly ties into the album. Because with the album being oh fuck, it's five thirty. Okay. With the album being all about music and feelings and all that. I can trace back the, the when I heard those, you know, all those songs. I I have I have attached them all these fucking highlights of my life that I will never experience again. But I could feel it if I think about it. I could feel all that amazingness. So it was like Halo Three, Call of Duty Zombies, uh, my first girlfriend. Technically, um, I used to own a skateboard shop from 2008 to 2010. And that's where I played all my online games because I didn't have internet in the country. Mind you, oh, yeah, I was almost a pro skateboarder at one point, too, in my life. Um, uh, yeah, and then I broke both my legs and that hurt. So I was like, yep, I'm done skating. Um, and I owned a skateboard shop when I was like 16 to 18 and um, got my license and all that. Like all these core memories are all fixated around listening to Bring Me the Horizon for the first time, a day to remember core memories um and i want this album to be a core memory for somebody i want someone to listen i'm gonna show i'll show you the song before we jet off of this 
well, yeah. you can't record it, obviously. But yeah. I'll show you the song, and you'll go, you'll listen to it, and go, you know what? Someone's gonna have a core memory of this fucking song. It's the intro alone is a fucking core memory. It's like powerful, mind you. Well, I'll, I'll okay, I'll, I'll, I'm not gonna say any more about it. But yeah, <laughs> sorry. I just once I start talking, I don't shut the fuck up. It's, um, I understand. It's a. Uh... It's honestly an ADHD thing. <laughs> do oh yeah, I'm so bad. I do like ten things at the same time. Like uh, I almost ratted myself out about something I do, which I shouldn't do, but it's illegal. But when I drive, <laughs> when I drive, dude, like I'm like singing. I'll do literally like I will fucking drive and eat a burger, play Pokemon Go, and fucking like drive at the same time. I'll do those three things at the same time. You know, that's that's not a bad way to live. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, like, you know, I don't do it irresponsibly. Like, I'm not like uh, Pokemon Go and driving we, at, at, only at stoplights. So it's more like, how, how, how do I say this? It's more like I only do it from the places that are closest to me. Like, I don't normally drive around like that. But like, I have the ability to drive with my knees and eat and play Pokemon Go at the same time. Which I've done it in front of, I've done it with all kinds of people and everyone's just like, how the fuck do you drive with your legs so good? And I'm like, I just been doing this for fucking 10 years. It's a, a hyper fixation type of thing where you're just like, I could do it. <laughs> yeah, I can't do one thing at a time. I have to do multiple things. So like, even when I'm at work, dude, when I'm at work, I'm like working on something, watching a po- watching a podcast on our big screens, and then I'm watching a movie on my phone. Like I have to do multiple things. I can't do one thing. It drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> and it sucks. It sucks. I totally understand. I will get so bored at work. I'll stand there and stare at the belt. Uh, I work at Amazon with the robot. Ah, oh, damn. Um, I'll stare at the belt and I just go. I'm like, I need to. I need to like. You need more. I do have my wife to talk to. We both work there. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's it's very nice because uh, I can't even keep a girlfriend. You'll find one. No, I'm good. The last two girls I dated fucked me up so bad. Like, like they ruined my they ruined me. Like they ruined me in the sense of I don't believe anyone deserves me. That is so disappointing to hear because you're such a friendly and funny guy. <laughs> Dude, like I'm like the long story short for both the relationships how about this long story short the the girl i dated in 2021 was the first girl that i dated after like being single for a long ass time um and she knew everything and she literally like we went to a concert she fucking went in the bathroom and did meth with some chick in the bathroom i guess mind you i don't do anything like literally i fucking don't do anything so she comes out freaking out i'm like what the fuck is going on and uh, dude, she like tried to fucking kill herself in my in my fucking bathroom. Slit her shit all up with fucking with a knife and everything. And I was like, what the fuck? She's like chugging pills, bloods everywhere. I'm freaking the fuck out with on the phone nine one one and trying not to get her actually fucking slit her slit, slit her throat because she I guess had already done that when she was dating somebody else. But me, I'm gonna try to save somebody because I'm a fucking idiot. So I thought, oh, I could save you. I'm gonna give you a great life because I'm not like your ex. I'm not abusive, manipulative. I'm not. I'm not what your ex was. No, come to find out, obviously the hard way, she's the one with all the mental fucking problems doing meth and all this dumb shit. And 
yeah. So she fucked me up. Like watching someone that I loved and cared for do that to themselves freaked me the fuck out. So I was like, fuck that. I'm done. And every time I try to break up with her, literally, I don't care about the podcast knowing this because people, I don't, a lot, everyone, the, the worst part, the worst part about that whole situation is like eight of my friends that are in a band and, and like tagged along showed up to my house with the cops and ambulance and fire department everywhere and blood all over my fucking house and her freaking out and me freaking crying, bawling my eyes out, not knowing what the fuck just happened. All my friends showed up like that and it ended up all over on Instagram, all over Facebook. Every, some of those people were fucking videotaping, sh- posting that shit. Well then. Yeah. So it's not anything new for me to talk about this. It's just bringing it up. But uh, yeah, so for months, I tried to break up with her. And every time I did, she tried to threaten to kill herself again. And it freaked me out because obviously she's done it or tried. And I, I didn't want to live through that again. So the last day that I was like, like, fuck this, I'm done. I was trying to drive away. She jumped on my car. She jumped on my car wow. and screaming for that. If I, she, could, if she couldn't have me, no one else could. And her dad came running out. And was like, get the fuck off the car. I'm, I'm not going to say her name, but he's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Get the fuck off your car. Like you're, you're driving, you're, you're, you're acting like a crazy bitch. She's like, I am a crazy bitch. I am a crazy bitch. And I was like, and I, in that moment, I was like, fuck this crazy bitch backed up hella fucking fast. So the, the song that we, I, I don't care. Everyone knows the song called Bloodbender that's on the album. That song's about her. It's about her being manipulative and being fucking crazy where one moment she was like super happy and excited. And then all of a sudden she's fucking digging for no fucking reason into my past that has that was years before I even knew her and pulling up shit for no fucking reason. And literally the lyrics are smile and crying with happily fighting, digging and digging for no fucking reason because she literally would fucking start an argument with me to make me feel horrible just to get a fucking just to feel better about herself. That's some really deep lyrics. I like that. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. And (laughs) fuck that bitch. But anyways, so that girl freaked me out and I never wanted to date again. And that was at at December of 2021, uh, the week before Christmas. I was like, I can't do this. Like, that's when I did that. Fuck that. Bye. And uh, I was like single. Didn't talk to anybody. Literally closed myself off. I was like, never again. And um a few months later this girl like kept hitting me up and kept hitting me up and trying to like interact with me or whatever and i told her everything that happened she came over to a game night she met all my friends and everyone told her this is what ryan just went through with somebody he is like dead ass serious he doesn't want anybody doesn't want anything with anyone at all but the fact that you're the first girl he's even brought over or talked about in months goes to show how much he really likes you and like I even had her meet my mom and dad and like, I like I, and I told her, I said, if I'm going to be with you, you're the last person I'm going to be with. You're the last girl I'm going to fall in love with. I don't want to fall in love with anybody ever again. I've already done it once before, which was back in 2015. And that was when I moved to LA and all that dumb shit. Yeah. And I told her, I'm going to fall in love with you and I'm going to allow myself to, I'm going to allow myself to give you all of me. And she did not believe that she kept fucking doing shit. That was very manipulative fucking tactics 
to drive me fucking crazy to make me like think like what the fuck am i doing wrong getting mad at me about everything and i'm like what the fuck and so um that relationship we were, we were dating for months and then literally i started dating her and i was like like no couldn't like we were together for six fucking days because i thought that if i made it official that she would understand how serious i really was besides already meeting my fucking family me literally like interacting with her fucking son which mind you this is the first real day with kids and i told her i didn't want kids at all i was like i don't want kids fuck that did i meet her i'm like you're amazing you have beautiful children they're fucking all of them are fantastic we talk about them every day all the time they even like her son asked me questions about stuff so like i'm like you know so it fucking sucked that she forced me and i told her i said i will leave you will lose me to you before you lose me to anyone else she didn't believe me and i walked away steal that line for her song you lose me to you before you lose me to someone else that's a i should have used that in a, a song huh yeah. yeah but no she she had a hard time believing me so she would always find a way to fucking argue about something and fight and i'm like dude like she, because you know what, she, her and the girl before her would always ask me the same questions. They'd always be like, "Where'd you come from? Why are you like this? Who are you?" And I'm like, "What? Do, I'm like, why?" And they're like, "Cause you're too good to be true. You're way too good to be true." And I'm like, "Maybe I just grew up in a nice family. Did you think about that? Like, my parents are still together. Those are my role models. My sister is it, has four kids with her husband." I come from a really nice family. I come from a great loving and caring family. That's all I've ever known. So I've learned the hard way that not everyone has grown up that way. And trying to find someone else that has grown up that way is really fucking hard because they've dated other people that haven't. And now they're fucked up. So now I'm 31 in a world where women that are good are hurt from bad guys. But, ba but there's a lot of good guys that are broken from a bad woman and then it repeats because then they find another good girl and break her that girl girl finds a bad guy breaks him or i'm sorry a bad girl gets hurt from a guy breaks that other good guy blah 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 blah. it's a fucking circle and i am now in that fucking mix you're sorry that like went really deep uh, you're i'm just sitting here man it, it was deep and profound you know the human experience yeah hey, we'll stream our album when it comes out <laughs> and we'll we will definitely do another uh episode because this has been a lot of fun just yeah chatting you with you oh yeah no dude i might do i honestly i don't have a filter i should be saying a lot less than i normally do but i don't care i don't care because i'm really tired of which i know it sucks because it's both people all both people that do it men women whatever they all everyone hurts somebody on accident somebody does it on purpose um both not saying everybody as in like every individual but i'm saying like both sides of the story um but i've just I, it's really frustrating when i have a lot of female friends that um i see go through really shitty things and um then they go you know all guys are the same they're all like this and then i i'm i'm on the other end of like going through a bad thing with a girl being like all chicks are the same they just want to hurt guys they don't give a fuck <laughs> but it's so mean for me to say that because that's not true i know plenty of girls that are not like that 
And I know plenty of guys that are not like that. But trying to get them to meet never works out. Yeah, there's always something. It's like you're on opposite ends of the train tracks in the subway. Well, it's more like one person's healing from a past problem and the other person's ready. Or they're still holding on. They're still holding on to the past. And it's easier. So uh, there was like this thing that was like, it was like, a, it was a short video that was, I saw last night on Facebook, like one of those videos or maybe on Instagram reel. Or it was one of those videos, but it was like the, the thing was like, um, I've been uh, dating this guy for a year and um, he found out that I text my ex every day. And or I he recently started texting my ex every day or something like that. And none of the conversation was bad. None of it was inappropriate or anything like that. It was always like a lot of it was just like regular, like, oh hey, I, I saw this thing. Like, did you see this? Or whatever it was. Like, and like she's like, you know, I, I didn't cheat or anything like that, but my ex was such a big part of my life that like me not talking to him was weird. And my only rebuttal to that is you are so used to something that's familiar that you just now ruined something that's new. Like, obviously if you really miss your ex talking to them that much, go fucking be with your ex because the person that you're with now isn't talking to their fucking ex, obviously. And I, I find that hella disrespectful. Oh yeah. Like, like, absolutely. Like, I don't care if that was your best friend. I don't give a fuck. And there's the only reason why you should ever talk to your fucking ex is, Oh yeah, we had kids together and I have to co-parent. Yeah. Besides that, then your ex literally needs to fucking dip the fuck out of your life. Now it's a difference if it's like, oh yeah, like, you know, we broke up 10 years ago. Like, we're cool. Oh, that's cool. All right, that's cool. That was 10 fucking years ago. You guys don't hang out? No. Do you talk to each other on the phone? No. Every once in a while, they'll comment on something. Okay, cool. Like, cool. Established. Boundaries are established. There's no interest. It's 10 years ago. Fuck it. That's cool. But when it's something like that, that's like a whole other level talking every day. Like that's fucking weird. That yeah, man. I I couldn't even think of doing something like that. That would just it would There's be, no reason to. No, you get, the same conversation you're having with your ex, you should be having with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Absolutely. Like mind blown. Yeah, you should be sending them cat videos, not Yeah. Because cats are important. That funny enough, I know a lot of I lot I know a lot more dog people than cat people. I used to be a dog person, but I don't like how needy they are. Yeah, cats are very self sufficient in a way, which is oh yeah, they're wonderful, nice, and they they do like to go outside. Funny enough, mine don't go outside. We don't let them outside because. Um, our cat Coco, she went when she was like fucking five months old, six months old. She ran outside, which we were cool with because she was an outside cat. Yeah. She went so she was inside for like a while. She went outside and everyone was trying to find her. And then she came back in and she was like kind of like limping. And we're like, well, that's kind of weird, but she looks fine. Then like a couple weeks later, this big ass mass was on her back leg. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm squishing it. And I'm like, what the fuck? And mind you, she's crawling all over the fucking my bed and on her cat toy stuff and everything. Take her to the vet. She broke both of her fucking legs off of her spine. And was walking around like that for weeks. 
but it didn't swell up until she dislocated the knee from the broken joint. That? That cat is a trooper. Yeah. I mean, if that were me, I'd be like, oh, the pain, the pain. Uh." Yeah. No, it like, seriously, I fucking no, I couldn't handle it. Good job, Coco. Yeah, I, I would like to show you where she is, but oh, wait. Oh, no, that's that's Clem. Coco is <laughs> completely black, all black. And then Clem is all black with like some white underneath like a tuxedo cat. Yeah. So I can't ever fucking find Coco because she's always hiding in the darkness somewhere. I just see blinking eyes somewhere. <laughs> but that's cute. thanks for letting me rant. Hey, I love listening to rants. You could rant all day, man. Shit. I do have one last question. Perfect. Because I have to go pee hella bad. <laughs> so, you got upcoming shows. You got a new album. I, w- I want you to go ahead and plug all the things that you want to plug. Wait, is that a question? Uh, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> oh. <laughs> what am I doing? Oh, okay. <laughs> um. So we do have one big show. Well, no, we have. Well, we have a run of shows because our album. So, are we waiting for the final mixes? of our album and um then once we get the final mixes of the last two songs then we're packaging it up putting it on distro kit and all that for everybody and it'll be available january 5th 2024 we have a headlining show in sac in Folsom California um at the mosaic it's kind of like a newer venue it's only been around for a couple months and they've only done like five shows there wow like maybe six shows there they haven't done that many uh, well, by the time we play, it'll be like eight or nine shows that'll happen by the time we play there again. But we're going to be headlining it. It's a 400 cap room, and our goal is to sell it out. We've sold out. We've sold out every headlining show we've done in Sacramento. We've sold out. So this is the next step 400. The biggest we've done was 300. And so the next one is now 400. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to do it. So literally after this phone call, I'm going to fucking go pee. Go drop off those tickets to a band that's on the bill called Erased. And then I'm going to go and try to fucking sell tickets at a show. Like, I am in hustle mode. I have to be annoying and I have to get out of my comfort zone to... Uh, I have to put myself in an uncomfortable situation so that I can start being more comfortable um, as it, as time goes on. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not getting anxiety like, oh my god, I'm not selling enough. But anyways, so yeah, um, the show is January 5th. Uh, Folsom, California, and then January 6th is going to be at Jerry's Pizza in Bakersfield, California. And then January 7th is going to be at the legendary Chain Reaction in in Anaheim, California, which I'm excited. I've never played there. Even though I used to live there, I've never fucking been there. Um, so I'm excited to fucking play there and even go. Um, and that, yeah, that's going to, we're going to run for the album release. And you can find us on Instagram and at the titan band and then twitter is titan band ca i think is the twitter or x i don't know what the fuck you want to call it facebook is just titan band yeah um t-i-t-v-n yeah not an a um right guys come on yeah and then spotify same thing titan band or t-i-t-v-n or titan band i like to add band to it because normally it just comes up easier because there's like a few other artists that are like that. 
But trust me, you'll know the difference between me and them because we're metal and they're like solo artists, uh, hip hop dudes, pop R and B. Yeah, something like that. Um, you don't typically hear uh, harsh vocals on an R and B track. <laughs> yeah, no, you wouldn't. But uh, no, that that's it. That's all I got. I love it, man. Well, oh, I guess I mean if you're cool with it though, I do. Me and the boys, uh, we do a podcast though which I would love to have you on there, Austin, but we do a music review podcast. So anybody that's listening to this, if you want us to review your music, you could always chime into um, the breakdown riff podcast on Twitch or the Ryan Titan on Twitch. And um, we're going to start redoing the reviews on those channels. You heard it here, folks go to all those places. And we're going to close it off with top three video games of all time. Oh, what the fuck? Okay. Okay. I hate this fucking question. I can't do top three because it's always five. Baby. And, and and like all five are literally like tied. It's oh. Halo 3. Okay. Uh, Oblivion. The Elder Scrolls Oblivion. And then it would be... I don't want to say... I don't want to say Pokemon. I'm going to say Pokemon as as overall. Because yeah. there's so many variations of the games that I liked some more than others. So I'm just going to say Pokemon as a whole is a great franchise. Um, Then I would have to throw... I have a bunch of tattoos of video games on my arm. Oh. I'm trying. Yeah, they're like, yeah, my arm's covered um, in tattoos. But I would say literally, I would say honestly Call of Duty, which a lot of people might... I, I mean, I know... I, same thing same old rule applies to pokemon or P- pokemon and call of duty the same rules apply because i don't like all of them but i love when i love it i love it but when i don't like it i don't fucking like it if that makes sense you know oh that makes total sense and, and i like, agree with you on the call of duty and pokemon fronts yeah like it's just there and then do guitar hero was massive fucking you know it was revolutionary for everybody you know fucking i don't know a uh, borderlands I cannot because borderlands 2 perfect game yes and <clears throat> if i had it on the same console as you i'd be joining you for that playthrough dude i need fuck bro <sighs> yeah yeah playstation off yeah I well did- i mean three or- is uh three is cross plat is it? Yeah. I believe okay. 3 is cross-platform. Well, then I guess I'll be joining you for Borderlands 3. Yeah, I have to find people to play. I mean, you know what's funny is like I've been asking people to play do this this uh playthrough with me, but I don't ever have fucking time. I'm literally always doing something. I just the, the, the when I say I'm always doing something, it's cuz I'm making a choice to not play. Because I feel like if I just sit down and play, I'm not progressing further towards a goal, which is sell out this venue market this album blah 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 man i feel the exact same way i i I love to play video games but if i sit down I'm like but i could be doing this 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 yep, yep. That, that's how i feel but what about you what are your top three favorite games oh i'm i'm gonna do five too uh, okay halo I'm I'm just gonna give it as a franchise because I've loved every single one of them. I even loved Guardians, Halo Five Guardians. You know, I know a lot of people didn't like it, but my friends and I played it 
a lot. So mine was three and ODST are or and Halo Wars. Fucking loved Halo Wars. You're a Halo Wars fan? Yeah. I like the the, the second one was eh, but the first one I was obsessed with. My friend Roger, my friend Roger was so fucking good at Halo Wars. Uh, he was literally number one in the world on on every fucking statistic rank thing ever. I would join, I would he'd I'd be like, dude, how the fuck do you move? Like, how do you not move? How do you build your shit so fast and take over everything? And he was like trying to like explain it to me. And I'm like, bro, it sounds like you're using cheat codes. There's no fucking way. Cause I'm trying to do it on my end. So I'm like on my controller on the headset, following him, doing what exactly what he's doing. But like, you know, using my thing. And I'm like, bro, my results are shit. I'm like, dude, you're already taking out people and I'm still trying to fucking find resources. How did you already start? And he's like, well, I'd sent this here and did this and that. And I'm like, I don't get it. But that motherfucker, and he sold me my very first guitar. And I never, I've never met him, but he's still my friend on Facebook. I've known that fool since 2006, seven. Yeah, seven. That's pretty cool. Halo Wars has always been very difficult for me. It's like StarCraft. It's it's a one of those real time strategy games that I'm just yeah. like, I can't wrap my brain around getting resources and attacking and doing this and that at all at the same time. I'll stick with uh, Civilization where we can do turn based RTS. Yeah. Did you play um uh, uh Battle for Middle Earth? I, it's the same kind of game. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's exactly, it's just Lord of the Rings themed. I just got the, um, the I I just got Battle for Middle Earth two and Rise of the Witch King on my PC. Um, they're both hacks because they don't make you can't get them anymore at all. Not purchasable. Yeah, you can't even get it on the internet. You have to literally get a crack from someone else. I did that for a SpongeBob game that I played when I was younger. I was like, I want to relive this SpongeBob game, so I. <laughs> version of it on the computer and played through it. I was like primo. You know game. what's another really perfect game in my opinion? Fable. Yes. And it's a real shame that we haven't heard anything about the new Fable yet. It's been a couple years already. And I'm What do you mean? They've dropped a trailer? I mean it's a CGI trailer. It, you, you, you can only talk about the moment that has the Bigfoot guy in it? You know what? I don't think I've seen that trailer now. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Oh yeah, it's new and it's legit. It's legit. It's a legit thing. It was. It was actually at Gamescon when they dropped it. No wonder, because I haven't watched any new game trailers since Gamescom. Okay, yeah, I think it was like that. It was an expo of one of some sort, but it was. I'm pretty sure it was this year or last year when they announced it. But I think it was this year. But I just remember seeing it. But um, yeah, there's giants in it. That's gonna be cool, and the the giant that's in it, he's actually the fuck. Did you ever watch that movie? It's called Night Watch. I don't believe I have. It has Vince Vaughn and oh. Ben Stiller and uh, Jonah Hill in it, and they all they all watch the night, and then the aliens attack the neighborhood. Yeah, I have seen that. You you said Vince Vaughn, and it clicked. Yeah, so the the black guy that's in it with the glasses, that's actually an alien. He um he is the actor, the CGI actor giant in the game for Fable. That's cool. Yeah, so definitely watch it. Watch it. It's legit. Um, but yeah, 
That's it. I don't have anything else to say. I don't. I don't get a sponsorship from Xbox. Oh, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, I expect Diablo Five um, special package like uh, Craig Reynolds from the Downbeat Podcast and Stray did with a with a gummy heart in it. <laughs> get it. Hey, you know what? Oh wait, this is. Can you see? Can I, you see that? That's Coco. Hi, Coco. Just like walked away. She's like, whatever. <laughs> um, but this has been great, man. Yeah, we'll have to do another one. Um, that uh, I don't. That way, you don't have the internet cut out on. <laughs> yeah. Um, we are swapping in the process of swapping internet from spectrum to kinetic nice 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 we hadn't had we've had kinetic connected for a week and a half two weeks but we haven't been able to use it because when they buried the wire they accidentally cut it well that's annoying yeah so i'm sorry old wi-fi and so uh, now i'm on the new wi-fi and it's working great so far yeah i need to get new internet mine sucks we have this thing called Xfinity out here, and it sucks ass. Ooh, Xfinity is bad. Yeah, it's not as good as I want it to be. But I have to go pee really fucking bad right now. <laughs> yeah. Go pee, man. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Of course. Yeah, but don't hang up. Remember, I'll show you the song. But yeah, I just have to go pee. I'll back. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Austin. Thank you.